It should be exactly the same as it was last time. No, I can remember if it was offline or once I did offline. Yeah. But nah, I'd be so excited to record, man. That's why I was like, nah, just, nah like, turn the mics off for this. Mike's mics can be hot for this. Mike's can be hot. I don't care. Oh, man. I'd be so excited. You know, like you said, you'd be focused. I'd be excited. You ain't never know that I'm always just like, I'm just ready to just come in and just... You're not even in the mic. Just go. <laughs> You're not even in the mic. I'm just ready just to go. Man, I'd be so excited, man. Oh. Hold on. Let me see. Yeah, Check. Yeah, my level? No, no, my, I'm talking about mine. Like, no, nah, you're on level, dude. Oh, okay. You're on level. Trust me. Oh, I was like, I'm, I was like, is this thing even nah, picking you know me up? If you weren't on level, I would tell you. I'd be like, I would never run a show where I'm like the loudest on the show. <laughs> oh no, because I was looking at this. I'm like, is it only picking up one mic or two mics? No, it's picking up both mics. Oh, okay. Yeah. We shall see. Oh, yeah, we shall see. I know. No, no, no. Watch this. Watch this. Check. Watch this. I won't say nothing. Check. 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 Okay. If you were, if it wasn't picking up both mics, you'd be faint. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, man, I, like I said, I'd be excited. Especially, like, what is this, episode, what, eight? Episode eight? It's gotta be yeah. episode eight. Yeah. Okay. Alright, so, this is episode eight of Shy vs. Smiles SVS, Team Hufflepuff. Um, those podcaster Negroes. Um, man, they had it again. Uh, Superman and Nightwing. Uh, we always trying to decide which one is Cal L and who's Nightwing. Um, cause we like both of them, so. <laughs> I'm definitely a, a Dick Grayson Nightwing type of guy. Yeah, I was saying. Cause that, that was the goon. That was the goon version. Yeah, I was like, I was like, uh, Dick Grayson has a, a little Robin. <laughs> you was a little punk, bitch. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But when you when you got an adult and it was like, nigga, fuck you, Batman. I'm a ma- I'm a grown ass man. You can't just treat me like no little and you boy know no why, more. And you know why I like him because he'll actually like kill you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no shame in his game. But uh, yeah. So you know, said Star Girl was good. Who said Star Girl was good? Nightwing. Uh, well, we ain't talking about the show. Uh, <laughs> we ain't talking about no. We ain't talking about the cartoon either. <laughs> but uh, he said, "Barbara, you can get it too." Oh yeah, I mean, you know, you know when uh, Batman was rolling Dolo, they was in, they was all up in the house. Alfred had to clean the sheets, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Master Grace, he's like, God, again. <laughs> Good thing they don't put a black light to this room. I was would like, you, oh, man. Would you like for me to leave you a, a warm towel by the door? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, that's not what the show's about, y'all. We, uh, <laughs> I have sandwiches for uh, you and Miss Starfire. Right, chill, I, chill, I, I chill, chill, chill. We got to get to the show. We got to get to the show. All right, so. All right, so we, we've both had an eventful week. I would say. Yeah, it has. You know, I always let you go first. Uh, well, me, one, you know, worked uh, my new security gig job that I picked up. Got to, you know, work at a certain event that we'll, we're going to talk about a little bit more, uh, I guess, in a second. You know, the CPAC conference. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What's CPAC uh, stand for? 
I could not even tell you. Oh my god. I just know it was called CPAC. But when we um It was a bunch of conservatives. When we do this I had to be because I ain't never heard of it, so I know. Just I, just from doing the walk around, I was like, Oh yeah, Fox News everywhere. <laughs> you wanna know what's so funny though? That's actually what it means. Conservative Political Action Conference. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> conservative You said a whole bunch of conservatives and uh that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah, I went to the most awkward press conference in NBA history. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah. Yeah. I Look, look, I know a lot of people may have been like, oh, my God, like, that would be cool for you. But this was not the presser I wanted to be a part of. I'm taking, like, he's laughing because of the way I looked was like, it's one of those, this was so crazy, you had to be there type of situation. Yeah, I was like, when I saw, saw it on your, your IG, you are like, yeah, it was cool, except for until that one point. <laughs> At one, yeah, when it got real, it was like, yeah, I'm ready to go home. <laughs> I was going to tell one of my coworkers who's like a big Mavs fan, I, I, t- I think I told you about him before because he's also a season ticket holder. I was like, yeah, uh, my homie told you that got the, um... Season tickets. He he was at the press and he was like, "Oh shit, that's like, that's what's up." He was like, "Is that because he he, he a season ticket holder also? Because he's like a higher level than me?" I was like, "I was like, no, nah, he he threw doing the media and uh, one of his homies that do media also uh, got him the hook." He was like, "What's up?" That was, like, I was like, "That was up." I was like, "Yeah," but he said it ended earlier. As soon as they uh, asked a certain question about domestic violence, he was like, "Oh man." They did, really? I was like, yeah. I was like, that's this what my guy. homie said. I was Look, like, he didn't even get to ask his question. Cause. Check me out. Check me out. So, I'm going to name names. I don't care. I'm going to name names. Like I said, I don't. I, I know y'all don't see me as the bad boy of sports media. But Josh is like, no, if he, if you listen to him, he gives you, he drops names, and he gives you the real about what happened. So, all right, there's, a, there's, this, there's this cat uh, who works for the Athletic, Tim Cato. Ain't no disrespect to Tim Cato. I understand what you're trying to do, dog. I understand what you're trying to do, dog. I understand. You tre- you treating this like hard copy back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Insider edition. I understand. Um, but my mans went in with the question. Because see how this started was, it was lighthearted. Basically, everybody who was kind of with Corpo, as I call it, got to go first. So they asking real, real tongue in cheek questions, trying to get the, you know, trying to lighten the mood. So then everybody else, Dallas Morning News, et cetera, et cetera, they started asking questions um, pertaining to the conversation that Sam Marshall and Jason Kiss allegedly had about his past. Mm-hmm. And I am going to go into my own personal spiel about this. Um, because hopefully there's no cap in the person rap that said they can give me a one-on-one with them. So when that drop, video, audio, whatever, I'm going to let y'all know ahead of time. But anyway, because I, like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go in on them, but I do want to give some clarity to that situation because I have my own feelings. Like, like I said, I'm about to get into that in a minute, but yeah, everybody's tiptoeing about that. And then all of a sudden they just finally hit it with this, that, that conversation is private. That's between them. It was enough to convince Marshall that Jason Kidd was worthy of being an employee. Not not just the coach, but, but being an employee of the Dallas Mavericks. So, 
Um, they ask about the gambler dude, Bob, blah, 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 whatever you ever said that man name. <laughs> and Mark Cuban gave this John Gotti mafioso answer of, I don't discuss no one who's on the payroll or off the payroll. And I'm sitting there like, so I look at everybody, I say, like, because, I mean, it sucked. That sucked the energy out the room. That was the first thing. The second thing was Tim Cato got up again, and this is when I knew. I said, he finna go in for the gusto. He was just warming up for that first little question he had when he was asking Nico about what are his qualifications for this job. He said, so as a person that was under domestic violence and the victim, so I'm sitting up there, and when I say the light flashed before my eyes, I said, what? So then they, and then all of a sudden, um, you know, again, they gave the same spiel. Like I said, it just seemed like I wrote it on social media, and I'm going to say it here. They might as well just had lawyers come out with them with, with written <laughs> statements, and they just gave those written statements, and then everybody went home. They probably like this is the toughest presses we've ever had. <laughs> like because so many questions of, about so many things are going on with this organization. Exactly, because I'm like this is the most. I mean, dang, they running this like a mob. Like it's crazy. Like I got some personal experiences. I'm not gonna get into because if, if, when my boy get here and give his two cents on what happened, we we waiting on that. Um, then I'm gonna let you, I'm, <laughs> we gonna talk. And when the talk, when I say we gonna talk, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. Um. Yeah, so that's pretty much how the thing went. My question was about, uh, was he actually going to use the young talent that was on the team? But how do you ask that after some like two people back-to-back <laughs> ask about domestic violence? <laughs> and then when I say they cut it short, let me tell you why they cut it short. Because Mark Cuban looked at Scott. I'm not going to name the last name. And he looked at the other person that had the mic. I'm trying to remember who, what her name was. He looked back. He looked back and forth at both of them, and was like, he shook his head, no. Nah, and I knew what that meant. Like he finna cut this short because everybody finna go in. Like this is some kind of freaking deposition. Like we, like we all lawyers and uh, prosecutors up in here all of a sudden. Giving the wrap up symbol. <laughs> exactly. Stop, he was like, nah, we are done. We are done. And this is the first thing I heard Scott say. I thought this was supposed to go forty five minutes. We. Sorry, nah, we done in. now. We, we out of here today, <laughs> right now. This is what Scott said, and I quote, because I'm looked at looking at uh, Chris on or everybody else around me. Because around me, it was so crazy, because I ain't never seen this many black media people. Like, we were all in a circle, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Dope. So, Chris, I'm looking at him. He looked at me, he, gave me, he just, like, started laughing. I'm looking at him like, why is this the first NBA thing I've ever done? <laughs> so I was in the room when they. I was in the. I was the worst <laughs> person to be here right now because all I just said was, God, <laughs> I ain't done nothing else but be shocked by what I've heard today. So anyway, all of a sudden I hear Scott say. Oh well, now you can only ask. There's only two questions left, and the people and the people who are going to ask the questions already had the mics. So yeah, they wrapped it up early because basically that turned into a okay. We're going to talk about domestic domestic violence all of a sudden. Not that this man has his job. They like the thing is, and then um, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break off after I say what I got to say. Is I'm not only like, how I feel about him as a coach 
is one thing, but him as a person, that's just, that's, you know, that's another. Like I said, can people change? Of course. But this is also the same person. I've said it on social media. I've said it on here. That's why I look at people crazy when they don't understand this. That this same man uh, got arrested for a DUI, went out the next day and got drunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like she said, there's a zero tolerance thing. We got to make sure he was he upholds, upholds that. Um, Nico Harrison, cool guy, got to shake his hand and talk to him for a brief second. That was cool. Um, I don't have I don't, I don't have no problem with him being the GM and president. I have no problem with that. But you had Jamal Mosley, who's already getting to work in Orlando, right there. You didn't even get him man. At least you could have faked the funk and gave him an interview and gave him at least an interview. But you had your eyes set on something you knew was going to was going to make waves and was going to rub people the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? And in the midst of all of this, you still got things pending. I'm not y- – y'all y'all can see the uh, Sports Illustrated. Y'all can read the newspaper. Y'all can look at the news. I ain't got to go through that again. But you already got stuff pending. And this is a move you've made. You had a man who, who allegedly – on well, on record, allegedly one of the two physically assaulted a woman in in front of y'all office, and then you got a man with a pass of this as the head coach. Come on, man! Yep. You know, you know the what time it was. On that is. <laughs> the optic on that is the optic. Didn't I tell you that the optics on this is crazy? It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> like I said, um, I hope I get my um, if I can get that fifteen, twenty, thirty minutes. With J.K., that's promise we're going to talk about it. Because at the end of the day, I don't hate him. Like I tell people all the time, I was – he's one of the reasons I started watching basketball because I started watching basketball in 9-4. He was drafted. They they saw – I showed um, Josh the commercials that they showed during Power Rangers and mm-hmm. in the middle of stuff. Man, I was so geeked for a team that barely won 20 games. They were sorry. But the fact that Jason Kidd, Jim Jackson, and Jamal Mashburn were all on the same team doing the razzle-dazzle, the layups, the dunks, and all that stuff like that, that was exciting to me. So for me to sit up there and cap and say I did not like the person, he was from the Bay Area, went to UC Berkeley, you know what I'm saying? I'm a fan. Look, I had his shoes. I can keep going. But what he did, I'm like, come on, bro. Uh, I actually just thought of a, a question for Two questions yeah. uh, for you about Jason Kidd. Do you think he owes it to the people? Like, if, if he's gotten better since then, like, if he's, like, say he's stopped drinking or, like, went to class, do you think he owes it to people to explain the, I guess, the possible therapy or work he's done um, over the years? I, what a, okay. I'm going to say something to you that I say all the time. What's the what, three words? Read the what? Room. There you go. Read the room. Yeah. He in this in this climate, in this situation, he does own an explanation. Now if it was a, like this was another team. Cause it, cause like I said, Jason Kidd been working. Mm-hmm. He just let you were just I'm on the championship like, team. Yep. You know what I'm saying? People won him for a head coach for like the last two, three years now. There you go. So 
for that, of course, there was no reason to have those conversations. But in this situation here, yeah, now that you here, you need to read the room and give a real explanation. Like I said, I hope because, um, like I said, people say I, I got good um, media slash interview skills. We're going to see if we can have a casual conversation about this to the point to where he can't just get that explanation. I hope I'm the guy to give it to y'all because at the end of the day, I need that too. I want to root for you, dude. I do. That's me being 100. <laughs> I want to root for you. I got season tickets. I got to. <laughs> yeah. I don't want the Mavs to lose because I'm upset about a situation. I want to win. Yep. So... Like I said, we I'm we gonna try to decipher all of that and uh but yeah, like I said, that press conference was crazy. Oh oh and my second question. What's up? Um uh, Dang it. <laughs> I had it on the on the tip of my tongue. Um uh, why did I just forget it? Uh We got uh, like you literally it, got like a few more minutes because it's like yeah, I was like, I'm gonna try to think about it. <laughs> we go cut, we go cut, we go cut back, and then we go talk about uh, that. Your second question in CPAC. Yeah, but yeah, right now um, you listen to the kickback. Shot versus smiles. We'll be right back. And we're back. Shot versus smiles episode eight. Uh, the kickback. Shout out to them. All right, what was your second question? Okay, yeah. So I thought of my second question, being that now he's the head coach. Do you think that um, Jason could should have anticipated that? Just I don't, I don't know if he's been like angry or if he's showing like any facial expressions or any. Nah, nah, that he was nah, upset, nah, was like, nah, nah. Now that I will give him. But another thing I didn't like, I'm gonna go ahead and say this, and I know people are gonna probably be like, oh, when I say this, but it's true. All right. Him and his ex-wife so kind of get along, you know what I'm saying? Because if you've ever seen her on TMZ or anything like that, she know everything that's going on with him. Like when he had his next child, like when he had his kids with his new wife and everything like that, mm-hmm. she knew. When they talked to her about it, they still had a communication. I mean, they had like, what, two kids together. Mm-hmm. So, again, the only thing I didn't like was that you asked that in front of his wife and his kids because – you don't know what that home life is like. I'm not saying that she's being abused. What I'm saying is you don't know if he's ever told his kids about this. Mm-hmm. Because if his ex-wife smiles with them and casually talks to him, so on and so forth, they may see this woman every other day. Mm-hmm. And now they're going to be looking at her like, mm-hmm. <laughs> You mean my dad used to do that to you? Like, you know what I'm saying? So you don't know that dynamic, what you've just, you know, you kind of opened up a can of worms with that. And it's like, now you might have forced him to have a tough conversation he might have been ready to have with his kids. With his kids. It's like, yeah, you, you, like, yo, pops, what's, because his wife, what's good? Now, his wife straight up did put her head down. She was, she was low key embarrassed. Damn. It's like, even that, it's like, you never know how many conversations they could have already had. It was like, now we got to talk about this again. It's like, me and my wife, we don't really talk about this anymore. We've already had these conversations, but now we've been there, done that. Because yeah. it's constantly in the news. Now we have to talk about now it. You got, yeah, now you got to talk about how things used to be, and it might bring up emotions that don't want us like, yo, I would, I don't want you to do that to me, or hey, yo, I'm trying to show you that I'm not that man no more. It's like, 
she might be like, yo, what if you are? You, know, you never know what kind of emotions or exactly. stuff you might be dreading. But nah, up. he came in with the Poindexter glasses, you know, serious looking and everything like that. I'm a brother that wear glasses, and I said that, but he did come in with the Poindexter joints on and uh, was looking as serious as he could. But he, he looked real coach-like, you know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, that's the only thing I really didn't like about that. But nah, it is a tough conversation. It is a tough conversation he has to have. Um, but yeah, like I said, when that was asked, you know, his kids were looking all confused, but his wife was kind of embarrassed and he was head on about it. I mean, I have to salute him for that. But Mark Cuban, like I said, in his mind, he John Gotti. He part of like some big mob family, you know what I'm saying? Because every time somebody, when people was asking a question or trying to ask roundabout questions, that, that man's face kept scrunching up so much. That man was so mad. I'm sitting up, that's why I told like, if you saw my, you didn't see no pictures or nothing. I got video and pictures from that day. I don't know how to, pl- I don't know how to display it. Because <laughs> the whole time, I was like, damn. Like, I was, <laughs> because every single question, every single reaction was crazy to me. To the point that I was just like, I don't know how to report this. But I did answer some people, some of my followers' questions and stuff like that of the mood in the room. Shout out to the to the people that did see me at the press conference. Either I was looking confused. I was looking like, I was like, like the thing that was funny was people did see me ask for the mic. People saw me ask for the mic. And I said, yeah, I was going to ask a question. I had a question. Because um, Nate Hinton. Like, I'm here, so I'm t- I've got yeah, to take my opportunity. Yeah, Nate Hinton, who plays for the Mavericks, who also played for the Santa Cruz Warriors, which, for those who follow the show and actually follow what I do instead of saying, so what does Shy do? <laughs> um, when he played for the Santa Cruz Warriors during the um, G League bubble, was there, so I was going to ask about him, Josh Green, who plays for the Australian team right now, and a lot of the other young guys like Ty Terry, who played for the Memphis Hustle and uh, plays for us, who took a mental break. Um, and the explanation of all that was never explained. Um, I have a theory of what may have caused it. I'll tell you off mic. But I was going to ask about are those young guys actually going to get time? Because like Nate Hinton, who I talked to. Like I said, it's been a lot of stuff going on with me personally. The reason I haven't posted the video yet, but I'm gonna try to edit that and post that today. Um, have it out at least by the time y'all hear this episode, it should be out. Um, yeah, so I was gonna ask about those guys, but after that, how can I ask a question like that? But people still saw me asking for the mic, and I was like, "Yeah, I was just gonna change my question. What was I gonna ask? I don't know." I would have loved to hear that young question. Because I wanted to know. Because I saw. Because like, when I saw Nate Hinton, basically I know that's a big thing that you've always been with. with yeah. The, with, um, with with the team. That's yeah. the one thing I've said on multiple shows. I've said it on here. I've said it on any sports show that I've guested on. That the, my main problem has always been that the young people do not get any kind of love mm-hmm. in the rotation. And I've seen those young guys do phenomenal things. I'm still mad that. Right now, Cameron Payne is in the NBA Finals, and he played here literally last year, and no one in the Mavericks organization thought he was good enough to play on that team. 
So right. it's a lot of stuff. So it's just like, a lot. You, you never know. That could have been the piece to help y'all get to <laughs> exactly, like, another round of the playoffs. <laughs> exactly. But we'll never know. Now, will we? Um, but like I told Nate, um, I'm going to try to see how I can maybe get to Vegas during the summer for summer league. I'm going to try to at least go a weekend. At least a weekend of um, trying to cover that. So, you know, we'll see. But at the end of the day, that press conference should have not happened. They should have just dropped statements. But I understand what they were trying to do. They First of all, they wanted to have the media back in the building. That was one. Cool. Like I said, I got to meet like a lot of people. Like I said, I won't name drop that much. I've already name dropped enough. I'm I'm a I'm a name drop minimalist. <laughs> I'll take you look, I'll take you a few names, but I ain't gonna give you all the names. Um Names everywhere. All I'm gonna tell everybody I met that day. Let me first off I met no I'm playing. The floor is littered with names all everywhere. I wanna tell you about this all star caliber team I've met. But anyway, <laughs> Yeah, like that. They should have just released statements. No, no. Like I said, they wanted this to be the first thing that the press was a part of, where everybody back in the building. Like I said, they're trying to get everybody back in the arenas, but this wasn't the one. This was not the one. They should have kept this to themselves. <laughs> they should have. Oh my god! Like. <laughs> Like I said, I do what I always do. I put my uh, press badge in my grandma's room with the rest of them. I looked at her, and I said, man, and she just started laughing. Like I said, she got dementia. She don't know what's going on, but she, she looked at my face and was like, oh, my God, what they do to my grandbaby? <laughs> <laughs> I said, you won't believe what I, just, what I just witnessed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah. But, uh Say, take this part out. Um, how much time we got up there? Twenty-six. All right. Uh, can you, you how like go through sick pack real quick? Just go through it real quick. Um, but yeah, man, you went through the CPAC, uh, the conservative, uh, whatever. Um, I really want to secede from the country, but I own a business here. Um, I don't care if I get canceled because some white person is going to steal buy from me conference thing. I want to hear about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, first off, but yeah, you know, picked up a new little side gig doing some security overnight. I didn't know what it was. I just know CPAC conference. You were like, oh, that a hotel? It's probably going to be this or this. And I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. I, go I told to, you. And I, look. I, I, I showed up. I was like, oh, so that's what this is. When you hear, okay, anybody, okay, I'm going to give you this context and I'm going to let them finish. If you hear Hilton Anatole is a conference, a seminar, or a place where you can meet a certain young lady at a certain time, and that's it. That's what the, that's what the Hilton Anatole is. That's just the meetup. <laughs> That's what it is. Everybody meets up at the El Nanto Hotel. If you got your money right, or you got an invitation, or a ticket, or whatever. Yeah, that, so. That's why that's why he, I said what I said because it's true. And so far, he's been like, yep, that's exactly what it's been yeah, like. It was one or two. And then I was like, the two options you gave me, it was like, and it was definitely one of them because as soon as I got I was like, oh, 
CPAC, okay, conservative. I just think seen, I just seen the word conservative just everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. It was just conservative. The word conservative is everywhere. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then, like, the guy who was training me, he basically was like, hey, I may not agree with this stuff, but, hey, they money green, so <laughs> they paying they pay, pay us to do it, so I'm going to do it. I was like, hey, that, that's off right now. I just need some, some money or whatever. But um, so a couple days later, you know, news come out that, Ben Carson says some comments at the CPAC conference, and I'm just like, oh, that's the thing I was at. I mean, I wasn't there overnight, so I wasn't there during the day to actually, you know, experience whatever this was during the day, but I was like, hey, I technically was there. <laughs> so uh, I had a, a couple friends that was like, yo, smiles, you should have got the interviews. <laughs> like, you was there. You should have been the inside man. Like, you, you should have let us know ahead of time. You should have tried to get the interview because, you know, they don't do the podcast and all that, which was just funny just to talk about. Like, yeah, I was the inside man. I was getting all the, the details on what the conservatives was talking about <laughs> whatever. But basically, uh, during the conference, uh, I guess he said that welfare – did more harm to the black community than slavery. Uh, if people don't know Ben Carson, which I actually read his book when I was younger. I thought Ben Carson was dope when I was younger when I read his book. Oh, about that gift of hands. Yeah, it's like, yo, reading about his history and his life and, you know, working for the hospital. I'm like, yo, this dude Ben Carson is pretty dope. And I read that like middle school, high school. Um, but, um, you know, he was part of, he was the, the HUD secretary for Trump and all that when he was in office. I don't get why he was over HUD whenever, you know. But, he didn't do nothing either. Yeah, and he was pretty much quiet for the whole four years or whatever. But um, when you, uh, he basically said, when you look at what the black community has been through, uh, go all the way back to slavery, it was the family, the strong family units, and the faith in God that got people through that, that got people through Jim Crow, through severe segregation, through all the difficulties. But what really had a negative impact was when the government came along. There, there, you poor little thing. I'm going to take care of all your needs and started implementing policies that were destructive to the family formation. Those are the things that have hurt the black community the most. So, basically, it's just like, nah, Ben Carson, like, yes, I would say welfare had uh, an impact on the black community. Yes, the government doing all these things, but it's way more than just welfare. Like, come on, slavery. Slavery didn't have an impact on us. Like, it wasn't a bigger impact than on us than welfare. It's like, come on. Like, it's just when he, mm. people like him just say just idiotic things. And then, basically, I just want to talk about it because, um, uh, what was I going to say? Because uh, I know you are way more intelligent than I me know, when it comes to I told to you about saying that, but yeah. <laughs> when it comes to just verbally I'm, expressing it, I just want to get your. Um, that's why I said, uh, tell me if we got to take another break right now. Oh, no, we still got like three minutes. <laughs> All right. So this is my problem with black conservatives overall. I understand that you were the luck that you were the few of us that got to be pulled up by their that pulled up their own bootstraps and got to where you are. Shout out to Ben Carson and his wife. Um, both of them are well accomplished. Um, I believe both of them went to college. Um, of course, he went to co- he went to medical school and everything. Became a world renowned doctor, not just a naturally renowned doctor, but world renowned doctor, and all that. But the fact that black conservatives come look at us and I always say that we making up these excuses, bro. 
Come on, man. Look, and I and I tell you this story all the time. Like I said, you can play fact or fiction on my stuff. Like I said, I still own the place where my granny uh, stay. You know what I'm saying? But even when we had our worst, of course, we never blamed the white man for our problems and things like that. But I ain't never looked and said when I when I when you and me. I tell you this all the time. When you and me finish, like, actually get where we want to go, I ain't never going to turn my back or look down and be like, you know what? If I could do it, why can't you do it? Mm-hmm. Because let me tell you how long it took me. It took me a good, good, me, took me a good while. I've only been doing this for long, long, like two years. Um, Josh, I always tell him, I'm like, yo, you've been doing this since college. But I've been doing this for two years. We done did, we done did a lot in two years. Mm-hmm. Especially you. Man, never in my natural born life that when this goes the way we think it's going to go and we feel it's going to go, I'm going to sit there and look at y'all and play y'all like a Ben Carson, um, Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith. I definitely ain't finna. I'm finna be Stuart. I told y'all, I'm doing this Stuart Scott style. I'm colder than the other side of the pillow the whole time. I'm finna do this. But anyway, you know what I'm saying, like the, you know, like the ditties, the hoes. I mean, as much as, you know, we love what they do on the ground, but how they are community-wise, even though they have the charities, whatever. Coon Cruise? Yes. But we ain't never finna, I ain't never finna sit here and say, oh, well, I mean, that man let another man touch him. But that's another story for another time. You know what I'm saying, for a role or whatever. But I can't stand that when a successful black person can sit there and act like we making these million and one excuses when we up there. If we ain't dying, we being treated any kind of way. We being denied things. Or they'll give us some crazy APR on something. Or they're just now letting, like how the housing market is. Now you can go to the hood, buy a nice house mm-hmm. for the low. Not because they want us to be there. Because they want white folks to move there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when when I hear that trash, I'm like, yo, you lying. <laughs> you ain't got nothing to do with no. And I said, why are you bringing up slavery if most conservative views is, well, slavery happened so long ago, why are you bringing it up? Why y'all bringing it up? Why y'all bringing it up? Like I said, this is gonna be probably called the the episode where Shy just really went off on Black America episode. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff I'm getting upset about today because, like I said, those two events right there, Ben Carson being Ben Carson and basically Jason Kidd giving us those really bad answers <laughs> was not was like a very long situation for me. But, but we got something else we we can argue about. Uh, well, I, I wouldn't say argue about, but, so argue that, about. but that'll make you angry uh, coming up next. Oh, yeah. My man, it. Richard Sherman. <sighs> I saw the video, but we're going to talk about that after we come back. We got, uh, we're going to take a break. Like I said, the shot for smiles via the kickback. We'll be right back. You paused it? Oh, I thought we were just going to go right back in. Oh, shit. Did you want to take a break? Yeah. It's hot. That's all we be taking, break. All right. So we're back. Like I said, SVS kickback. 
you still doing it. You still making sure y'all get that music, them commercials. Uh, I'm gonna be. Can I? Can I not? Can I? Can I not cap? Real quick. Cap? No cap. I don't know what's being played in between these breaks. All I know is that we playing music <laughs> during these breaks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we don't have no idea what's being played during these breaks. But anyway, it's some unsigned artists that's trying to get some love. So and check them out. <laughs> we we playing whatever we want to play. Yeah, and then on the podcast version, then yeah, we're playing whatever we want to play. Yeah. So that's that is what it is. Yeah, but you know when we get live, we'll we'll, we'll know better once we get. Yeah, live. we'll know. We'll actually be able to ask questions. There'll be a DJ in here. That be playing nothing but like DJ Quick, because mm-hmm. I think we get to control the playlist. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I ain't gonna hear nothing but the West Coast classics. It's gonna sound like a GTA. Oh no, it's still gonna be unsigned artists. It's still gonna be unsigned artists. Yeah, man, they're gonna man, nah, we are gonna play this like a GTA Five radio or something. But anyway, we'll see. Like I said, we'll talk all that out. <laughs> yeah, shout out to the Kickback. They they they, yeah, they, they 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 listen to the episodes. They they gonna they gonna be like, man, shy really, shy yeah. really did go off this episode. I said, I'm not mad at y'all. Of course, I'm not mad. Y'all gave us an opportunity. Well, I'm gonna be mad at you for. Now I am mad at Ben Carson and uh, a certain. Sports team, but other than that, no, I ain't mad at nobody else. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead, man. I'm gonna say one thing I'm mad about is the situation of how the news tried to portray my man Richard Sherman. Um, oh, they was quick to show him trying to bust through that dope. Yeah, I was like, because first, uh, if, if y'all don't know by now, you should have know by now because by the time you hear this, is gonna be like a week later. But you know, Richard Sherman was arrested the other day and as soon as they put out was domestic violence uh, type thing going off. These levels are off. These levels are off. Like, now I don't even hear myself unless I'm tripping. Yeah, the, I can't hear myself in this one, but I hear myself in this one, and you keep going off and on. So. All right, and we're back. Man, I heard you had something for me to talk about. Something else, dang, we on sports. We're gonna have to like think of something. There's so much on this docket, and we talking about sports again. <laughs> but he just want he just like when I talk about sports, so that's why he keep bringing st- sports up. But yeah, uh, this necessarily doesn't have to do with sports, but it kind of has to do with what we talked about already. Yeah. Um, but this was a actual misinterpretation. This is just a ring video gone wrong. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and give him the details, though, bro. Um, basically, you know, uh, if y'all don't know by now, Richard Sherman was arrested a few days ago. By the time you hear this, probably like a week ago. Um, and the first thing that came out was that it was a domestic violence uh, issue. So, of course, everybody ran to like, oh, snaps. Richard Sherman didn't hit his wife or something like this. And then it's like, oh, damn, not my man Richard Sherman. You know, my man's so smart. He all about the people. It's like, fuck, like, I hope my dog didn't, like, do some shit like that where he didn't hit his wife and as much as I've heard him talk about his wife and kids and all that, it was like, damn. But luckily, for, for once, one of the rare times, video and audio came out super soon. Like, usually that takes like a week, two weeks before some audio and exactly. video to come out. So basically, it came out that um, he went to his in-law's uh, spot. I guess he got into it uh, with the, the father and, and the mom over something like that. But uh, they charged him they said the charges included two domestic violence accounts, uh, criminal trespassing in the second degree, and malicious mischief in the third degree, along with resisting arrest, driving while under the influence, and reckless endangerment of roadway workers. The charges are all misdemeanors punishable by up to 90 days in jail or gross misdemeanors punishable by up to one year. 
he went to court uh, Thursday and Richard Sherman said, these are the comments that Richard Sherman said. He said, I am deeply remorseful for my actions on Tuesday night. I behaved in a manner I am not proud of. I have been dealing with some personal challenges over the last several months, but that is not an excuse for how I acted. The importance of mental and emotional health is extremely real, and I vow to get the help I need. I appreciate all the people who have reached out and supported me and my family, including our community here in Seattle. I am grateful to have such an amazing wife, family, and support system to lean on during this time. So, that along with, uh, I haven't listened to it yet. I plan to actually check it out either today, uh, today or tomorrow, because um, I, I just found out about it last night. There's the audio of the wife calling the 911 operator, and then, you know, we got the video of him actually being at the house from the yeah, ring. The, 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 the ring yeah. Which, I was like, that was actually pretty fun. It Come was, through. Yeah, yeah, Come yeah. through. And, and he was bust, <laughs> trying to bust the thing with it. I'm like, I don't care if you're a football player, bodybuilder, whatever. You ain't busting through no dough with no locks on it. it I, I was like, yeah, that's that's movie stuff. So, and, yeah, it was kind of ridiculous. Yeah, then uh, it we'll, just seemed like a man who, you know, what I'm saying, it, like I said, no hands were put on nobody. Mm-hmm. It was really just a whole bunch of yelling, and yeah. And because uh, from this, I found out that the whole domestic thing is just one has to do with you being at a house of a family member. So they said yeah. basically kind of like uh, days a few years ago with when he got into it was mom like just because it come out and says domestic, don't automatically just jump to the fact that oh somebody was touched. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, basically, I just want to talk about the fact that one. We was quick to think that something happened with his mom. Oh, I wasn't. I wasn't. I literally sat there and I was like, certain people, you know what? And I've told you this before. Just how I feel. This this doesn't have to do with domestic violence. doesn't have to do with anything. This is just, I just always say sometimes, you know, I'll tell you this. That's why I withhold judgment a lot is you just sometimes, once you give me the name I'm like, I don't sound like something they would do. Yeah, that's what I was like. When I heard Richard Sherman, I'm like. Yeah, when I heard Richard Sherman, I said, no, 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 it's more than this. Yeah, because they that said. That sounds so crazy to me. Like, okay, you got to understand, and I'm going, this is like going into retrospect when it comes to Richard Sherman. Y'all tried to make him seem like a crazy man yeah. when he just wanted to let you know that he was the greatest cornerback alive. Remember that? Mm-hmm. That's all he wanted you to know. He was the greatest quarterback <laughs> That's all he wanted you to know, but y'all tried to make him seem so crazy and uneducated. Which like I he hate. Was un- they were saying he was uneducated. They went in. They- ben Carson might as well talked about him. <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, when I heard the name Richard Sherman, I said, "Let me hold up." I'm not going to say that he don't put his hand on his wife because, like you said, and it's true, he talks highly of his family. Mm-hmm. So and that's his heart right there. So I was like, no, 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 there's no way that he went to the deep end and just went off on these people that, you know what I'm saying, he just not so long ago was saying, hey, these are my, this is my heart right here, this is my family. So, yeah. Yeah, plus uh, I did a little bit of research and found out that over the last few months, because uh, he mentioned how he's had, like, you know, some some mental health issues and everything, like, within the last few months, um, he's had his... um, Access to guns has been taken away. They say he, he's not allowed to have guns, and he's talked about like, yo, this pandemic has really like did some shit to me, like that. And on top of the, right now, he's not even on a team, like trying to have a team. So it's like, yeah. Oh, if you don't know, there's other stuff that's been like in the news, probably like where he's at, like in the Bay Area or in Seattle. Like, if you don't hear that, you won't know a little bit of the backstory. <laughs> and then you see this happening, and then uh, we was also talking about in uh, with my fellow and all the bros. We were saying. 
hey, you made all, like all that plus maybe whatever else is going on with like his wife's family over there, whatever issues with that. And then you may you never know. He might have issues with the fact that you know this Legion of Boom era, like he's not as good as he. Like you never know. That might also be fucking with him. Like damn. Let me, like, cause I mean, break like, it down like this. Mm-hmm. Break it down like this. Everybody ain't have everybody ain't having a good post retirement like uh, Sean is, mm-hmm. to, like my boy uh, Sean Lynch is. Everybody, you know, <laughs> I pr- probably after the everybody in the Legion of Boom, he probably the only like one still you hear his name and it's still positive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Minus that stupid thing about which I still don't understand that, but that's just me. But like when he asked that woman word that um. That per that young man, uh, who was at his camp's father was. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. still don't understand that, but that's hey, that's that's another story. But yeah, like some people don't know what to do when their time is good. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, people hey. don't know how to react to that. Mm-hmm, so I was thinking like, hey, this. I was like, I, I would hate to see it from him, but I know he's been injured last couple of years, and it's like. Damn, this might be the moment where he probably needs to probably do some self evaluation. Like, do I can I really keep playing? Do I want to keep playing? I know personally, I know there's been a lot of you know news in there about the him coming to the Cowboys. I would I would so love for him to be a Cowboy, man. Even let me, for one, one, just to say, I'm, I'm gonna keep it funky with you. The only reason that'd be cool is because you know uh, Jerry and him finna sell some jerseys, <laughs> and it would just be cool to see him play like a couple, like be on a couple plays, so long in mm-hmm. a couple formations. Other than that, Richard Sherman don't need, you know what? Hey, maybe I don't know. Look, I don't know, but I'm just saying Richard Sherman don't need to be. I, I, I think Richard he Sherman need to be on some. I, I need some. He need to go ahead and think of. Like I said, I I should have worn my beast. I, I should have worn my beast mode jersey today. <laughs> he need to think about the next chapter, or yeah, maybe just being on a staff or something like that. There ain't nothing wrong with retirement. <laughs> yeah, and plus because he could talk really well and he's funny. I think like a a podcast would be good like for him. A, a podcast <laughs> or at least an, like I mean anybody's yeah. better than Jason Witten when he was doing Monday Night Football. It's right. like come on, dog. Yeah, let's, let's see him do some broadcast stuff. That's what I'm saying. Like, bro, think of I mean have a next chapter. That's that's all I'm saying, bro. You. You can't play forever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's not for me to say. But like I said, Gerald Wayne, if he if he cut the check, are you getting in some jerseys or maybe a few highlights next offseason? You're not really finna get nothing. But, hey, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, I guess to kind of make a, a hard turn on, 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 on the Segu, um, Space Jam. Space Jam. Uh, what? Have you watched Man, it? Yet? Have, I've literally just talked about this movie on the way here. Yeah, I watched it uh, this this morning. Um, it wasn't as from the the reviews of uh, like the Facebook and the Twitter sphere. It definitely was not as <laughs> bad as some people. I made thought it seem I mean. was fin to see the worst. I'm sorry. I thought I was going to see. I said finna. I'm sorry, y'all. It's that it's that old clip just comes out of me sometimes, finna. What you finna do? What I finna do? I'm finna I'm finna keep talking like me though. But anyway, <laughs> I thought I was finna see some real crazy. Like I thought it was finna be mad whack. I really did. I thought this was finna be lame. But I was like, nah, this is like your average kids movie. Like it's not. Like the now, like I said, I do have my grievances. I'm still trying to get bibs 
And I hope he hears this. I'm still trying to get Biz to do a real yeah. movie review of this. Y'all should. Uh, me I and, really do. Me and Sam going to do one in the, in the morning. I really want to. I told I know when I told him that, I know he wasn't going to ask me. But Sam, I don't know why Sam don't want me on his pod no more. But anyway, I hope <laughs> you hear that too. Yeah, tell him I said that, matter of fact. Um, but yeah, like. Yeah, I'm still trying to get Biz to do one because I don't want to do one dolo. I need I need to like go back and forth, maybe go back and forth with somebody on this. I, I like it when you uh, two of y'all do those. It's fun. Yeah, he he try to act like he don't like when we do have you seen it. But I was like, he know I'm gonna say whatever. He gonna try to be. He trying to keep them um, them audible and all his sponsors happy. <laughs> I'm gonna say whatever because I ain't got look. I only got one sponsor. That's the kickback. I, I, <laughs> I, don't I, I did notice it doing y'all's uh, Black Widow review. He was, he was like, "Yeah, just to, to change subjects." It's like because I know this guy about to <laughs> go on, to, to check to get back to good back on topic. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah," I, was like, I could just tell his shot about to just go. Yeah, when I talked about uh, yeah that one part where I talked about how Red Guardian and Black Widow used to be together, he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna stop right there." I was like, "Nah." I think that I thought that was weird. Uh, Bibbs, email me that uh, that Young Avengers. Uh, yeah, he want that. Yeah, I, I need, yeah. I need, I need. he want basically basically <laughs> that's a whole episode by itself. That's the reason he cut it out. That's <laughs> a whole episode. I need you. To hit, but we basically link. connected Young Avengers to every single thing that Marvel has dropped in the past few months. Yes, because I was like I was excited because um, the first whiff of this that I got. Josh knows I text him like probably in the middle of the morning. And when they had speed and wicking on WandaVision, I ain't never been so geeked. And then they dressed Just as like, themselves on the Halloween episode. I was so geeked. I said, Oh my god, we're getting young Avengers. Oh my god, we're getting young Avengers. When are we gonna get this? And then they started like meticulously putting mm-hmm. young Avengers in other movies. And I'm like, Come on, come on, y'all, y'all playing yeah. with me, bro. And, and plus, it's like this has me excited about. You can tell it's not going to be like the exact younger version because it's like you're going to mix and match because you got Ironheart and like then you got you know Speed and Wiccan and then you, you got, got Patriot. Yeah, you, you got Patriot and you got Iron Man's um, uh, not Iron Man but um, Ant Man's daughter and it's yeah. like Spider Man's like yo the the congruent of what this group might be if they really put all them together then it's like yo I'm also uh. Uh, the 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 new Hulk with my man uh, Amadeus Chow, or they might do a Hulkling because you know we got the um, the aliens. Um, yeah, so I was I was like, yo, I'm just excited. I'm I'm and I'm not even like one tenth of a comic book nerd that you are. I, I just go off of the little bit that I know and the few comics that I have yeah. and stuff. It was like, so yeah, I was like, <laughs> real. So yeah, we went on like a full tangent. That's the reason he had to cut it out because y'all would have been sitting there like. That was like a four or five hour pod, and all they did was talk about they all they did was connect other superheroes to that one movie that they watched. Like he sent me something today about he was like, "Oh my god, he was right. That was Ursa." And I say, "I told you." He literally called him Ursa. He had a big old bear tattoo, mm-hmm. and he said, ha, 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 "Big bear." That was my Red Guardian um, <laughs> impersonation. Um, but yeah, I was like, yeah, Ursa was in the movie. Like there was other like in every Marvel movie. If you really know your comics, there's usually like another random hero, a random villain, or something in the movie. Yeah, he may not be like a, a protagonist or something, but it 
that person will make a cameo. Mm. And then um, Black Widow, Ursa was one of them. Yeah. Uh, real quick, also, before we kind of get into our, kind of guess, our, our Loki type of talk or whatever, I thought of a question for you was, do you think that Marvel is doing too much with all the, like, are they going too crazy for us uh, non-comic book readers or, uh, like, people who don't know that much? Are, are they doing too much with all the information? Because I've, I've seen that a little bit of talk on the Twitter sphere. It's like, yo, yeah. they do, they're going way out there. That might be too much for people who don't know <laughs> what's going on to even comprehend. Uh, first, uh, it's going to be scary for this low-key um review because i still haven't watched them yet i've only watched the first one. Oh, okay i well, told you we can, I, we can not, skip that but it's been, i really want to get to that question that was really what i want to because check me out the reason is i told you i like binge watching them i hate waiting week after week after week yeah unless i have to wait week after week after week like there's certain shows i just won't do that for and the marvel uh shows on disney plus i just won't do that for i'd rather just wait for them all to come out yeah, and I just sit there in one sitting and watch them all. Yeah, that's what Ryan did on Wednesday. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, I just watched it. He was like, oh. He's like, I, have, he's like, I watched, like, the first episode. I watched uh, So I think he watched them all, like, on Wednesday, like, for the first time. Yeah, so, I mean, like I said, I've been, I went to the presser. I've been doing other stuff, family stuff. And then, what's the, like I said, me sitting down for Space Jam was simply because I was washing clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it was like my laundry movie. I was just like, all right, well, I'm watching these clothes. I might as well watch this real quick. Um, but other than that, no, nah, I haven't had time to sit down. And it's so much on Disney Plus. Like, I'm not plugging Disney Plus because they ain't paying us for this. But it's so much you can watch on Disney Plus. Pro- like, one of my favorite shows on there, and I'm going to answer your question. Trust me. Um, was Big Shot with John Stamos. I couldn't believe that was actually as good as it was. Yeah, I still gotta watch that. About a girls' basketball team, I didn't know. I didn't realize it would be that good. Uh, <laughs> I still gotta watch that and the Mighty Ducks. I know you said that. that yeah, was that good. was good too. That was surprising. Like I said, the other Disney Plus shows. I think my favorite one up to that was probably The World According to Jeff Goldblum, mm-hmm. which is coming back. Can't wait. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Disney Plus is actually legit. It's worth your little seventy seven dollars seven ninety nine. I think it is. It's worth it. But anyway, back to your question. Pretty much, you want the truth? Yeah. I honestly think they are doing you guys that aren't real comic book nerds a favor. And the reason I say that because there's a lot of stuff that I you've heard me go on tangents about certain things like inconsistent. I had inconsistencies with Infinity War. <laughs> That's why I thought about this question. I was like, I'm like let I me ask, I gotta ask there, Josh this question because I know he. And when I told Josh how everything really went, he sat there and was like, "What?" I said, "Bro, Infinity War is based on the Infinity Crusade from the '90s comic books, bro. Have, you want to know why they keep on circling back to the '90s in every single Avengers esque movie? It's because they're all based on '90s comic books. But anyway." Um. Yeah, they're actually doing you a favor because half of this stuff that it happens may happen in like the new version of these, mm-hmm. aka you can just go to your comic book store or look it up online, and that's going to be the story. So they're actually doing you guys a favor. But people like me are sitting there like, man, there's a lot of plot holes in this. <laughs> so basically, for people saying they're doing too much, man, they're doing y'all a favor by trying to piece it together for you. Because for us that know. 
they're actually changing the stories for y'all. Mm-hmm. So if you think he is too much too soon, stick to the movies. Don't watch the shows. Yeah, I was like I think it was more because of that. Uh, but you haven't seen it yet. But that that last episode of Loki, I saw a lot of people like, oh, I just feel like they're they just, just feel so much. And, and I think, and I'm gonna tell you something. Like it was in Wonder, it was in One Division too. The last episodes, I'm already telling from just like Falcon, uh, Falcon and uh, oh, Winter the Winter Soldier, yeah, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, WandaVision, and now you're telling me Loki. All they're doing is trying to get you to the next show. Mm-hmm. You th- oh, you're overthinking this. They're just connecting the shows together to the movies, or they're connecting the shows to each other. That's all they're doing in these. They're all that's all they're doing. Like Black Widow, for example, all it did was fill in the gaps of everything that happened after Civil War. That's all. It, that's all it did. What happened in Civil War? And what happened before the Infinity War? The end. Which I um, to go back to you and Bibbs, I agree with him that if they would have put this out there before, we definitely would have had more emotion. For and that's why I agreed because. Me, again, as a real comic book nerd, comic book enthusiast, I sat there and was like, she's had lovers, she's had a family. I said, the fact that they act like they just found Black Widow on some doorstep somewhere is kind of crazy because I'm like, no, her backstory is actually pretty freaking dope. You know what I'm saying? Natasha Romanoff, I said, y'all go back. That's a nice little story there. Yeah, like even Lowe was saying... He wished they would have actually showed, like, maybe some scenes from, like, some past missions or something like that. Like, hey, even if you gave me, like, a, a few minutes of just showing, like, hey, these, like, some of the, the ill shit she was doing over the years before she got to the event. Like, okay, yeah, you showed us this family shit, but give me a little bit of her, like, some of her spy backstory. Like, even if it was, like, a quick, like, ooh, some, showing some missions or something. I mean, and once you kind of, like, once they gave the gist of the Red Room. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was pretty much the meat right there. I mean, what else did you need to see? They gave you the Red Room. They showed you what they did in the Red Room and why she gained the skills that she gained. So, I mean, hey, they could have showed that, but it would have been really no purpose (laughs) other than they showed you that she did that. So, I understand. But, like I said, they showed you the Red Room. They showed you how she was trained and how she was brought up. Um, if you listen to her sister, pretty much in that, she told you what else they did in the red room, mm-hmm. which made me mad. Which I said in the, <laughs> which I said in that review, because it, it reminded me too much of what the movie was really about. So, yeah, yeah. but no, I'm thinking they're doing you guys a service of basically giving y'all the MCU versions of everything. Because for me, as a comic book person, I'm literally sitting there like, a lot of stuff is wrong, and a lot of stuff is missing. And I'll just be sitting there like, hey, bro. It's, it's, it's entertaining to me. And I'm yeah. just like, man, but let me tell you what would have happened if so-and-so was really able to do what whatever. Like I said, I even brought up, and he was like, how do you know all of this? Like the night, I brought up the Knights of Pendragon, and I brought up Captain Britain. <laughs> I think I, yeah, I brought a Red Guardian, Captain Britain. Uh, people don't even know there's like a, a Canadian Captain America and stuff like that. He was like, "What the?" I was like, "Yeah." When I've I was, read a lot of comic books, yeah, dog. I was, yeah, when I was listening, to it, I was like, "Oh, 
Oh, I thought it was only Captain America and um, Red Guardian. And I was like, nah. I know it was like two other niggas. It was like a whole bunch. It's a whole bunch of them. There's literally like I say, especially for Marvel. I don't know why Marvel UK went on this weird run of literally trying to make British versions of everybody, <laughs> but they did. And all, the only person that was a nice of Pendragon that was American was Iron Man. And he was literally like in the first episode. He was literally in the first issue. But that, like I said, I can go. If it's a, one day we're gonna have a comic book episode, I'm just gonna be sitting there and talking comic books, and y'all just gonna be utterly confused <laughs> on what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's like only fellow comic book nerds gonna be yeah, like, oh. yeah. they gonna be like, oh, that was a really good episode. Everybody else gonna be like, nah, it wasn't. <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't hear. I didn't want to hear you two nerd out for. <laughs> I didn't want to hear Sean nerd out for like an hour and a half. All I heard was. Him talk about how Iron Man is the best billionaire in all of the comic book world and some other crazy stuff for an hour and a half. I'm actually pissed. <laughs> I'm just, all I can say is, sorry. It's my show. Yeah. But yeah. Was, well, I guess we'll, we'll we'll take a quick break, you know, and um, we'll be right back to, you know, discuss some, some other things. Like I said, uh, SVS, kick back. We got another one. You know what it is. Yep. We're going to talk about that. All right, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it was, it was a lot of surprises on that. So, yeah, we're back. We're, um, Josh just added a bonus round. A bonus round. <laughs> <laughs> that I wasn't going to talk about this. But DJ K. Slay, he sent me. Oh, first of all, let me give you the origin story of this. All right, um, one morning, Josh, he always sends me videos. I get, I get DJ K Slay uh, notifications, but I I um, didn't press. I just think I just, like, cleared it out because it looked like too much. Yeah, at first I wasn't going to watch it, but I was because like. Because it says, it's, it literally says, like, 110. Yeah, and I was, like, 30 I minutes was long. Like, I was like, I'm no, not watching no, 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 it was, like, 42 minutes yeah. long. Yeah, I like, so I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to watch this. Right. So. I'm like, I'm not about to do this. When you sent it to me. And see, you just revealed to me that you did not watch it. I thought you watched all 42 minutes, so oh, no, I, I did, watched... I ended up watching all, all of it. Yeah, so I watched all 42 minutes. Um, I played it while I was uh, Yeah, because I, I wanted I, to actually count how many artists I actually knew. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Um, he literally called... He said he's going to do 200 next time. Yeah, because I think out of... What is it? It was 110? Yeah. And I think after I counted... I probably knew about 80 of them. I knew probably about a good 90 to 100. And I'm not, I'm not, and this ain't cap. A lot of these people were like um, freestyle rappers, actors, um, athletes, yeah, and things were. like that. So basically, yeah, half of these people I knew. Like, we're going to go through some of our, like, oh, I can't believe they were in this or things like that. But what are some of your surprise, like, oh my God. Ron Artest and Shaq. <laughs> I was like, yo. Especially when Ron Artest came out, I was like, I was like, oh, Ron Artest dropping some bars. <laughs> I haven't listened to Ron Artest rap since Champions, and that was like 2010. <laughs> that was, I love. I still love that song. I think they put that in 2K11. And then, uh, um, so yeah, like when Ron Artest was rapping again, I was I was glad to see my a good old Meta World piece. Yeah, and then my man, that's the. Um, Oh, why can't I think of it? I'm going to draw the blank. The, the battle rapper. 
Um, Loaded Lux was in, I believe. Yeah, Loaded Lux. Yeah, when when he, when he popped up, I was like, "Yo, my, he got my dog Loaded Lux." Yeah, <laughs> up in there dropping some bars. I was like, "Yeah." Um, who else? Um, the chick that used to be with Flip Mode, Rod Digger. Yeah, Rod Digger. Rod Digger. Uh, I, I like to see that. I wish it was a, a few more uh, female rappers. In he said he's doing two hundred. So, yeah. You said don't make him come back for two hundred. Yeah. I hope he does come back for two hundred. But I was just like, damn. I was like, okay. Was like, he, he had the, you know, my man Styles. He he had a Ghostface in there. Um, Ghostface is in there twice. I thought I was like I was like cause I yeah thought, it was Ghostface because he start because he started it as Ghostface Killer uh-huh. with the throwback Ghostface. Then he came back as Tony Starks. Okay, because I thought I was like yeah. after I watched it, I was like, did I see Ghostface twice? Yeah. When he popped up the second time, I was like, yeah, it was throwback Ghostface, and, and then, then he came back as Tony Starks. A.K.A. Pretty Tony. Okay. Which, you see uh, the Pretty Tony remix with um, with uh, Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars. Yeah. Yeah. That's all that. Yeah, he, he did the Pretty Tony remix uh, to their joint, which, where's the album? I still, man. They, they, you know what? They keep joking about it, and I'm like, this ain't funny. Yeah, I, I hear it. <laughs> y'all teasing us like, uh, yeah, we this? know y'all waiting for the album. Hey, we got a new liquor together. I know, and yeah. I was like, "This ain't funny, bro." <laughs> I was like, but anyway, y'all almost to like Rihanna levels of trolling us. Yeah, like this is good. Yeah, and she just hanging out with her man ASAP. And I think ASAP then I think ASAP my period then dropped something way before she did. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, my surprises that I liked was uh, Paige Kennedy. Yep, K- Paige Kennedy actually had bars. Um, Which was funny because shout out to my old school, you know. what I'm saying I like Josh looks at me. He's like, "How are you younger than me?" But this man has the soul of a fifty, sixty year old man. Right. Uh, <laughs> but I like seeing the old school, like Grandmaster Kaz. I like mm-hmm. seeing uh, my my man. I think he still follow me on the Twitter, DJ Red Alert. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I like, you know, what I'm saying I like that old school boom bap. So yeah, it had a lot of my old school fellas in there. Melly Mel was in it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, back to the surprises. Like I said, Paige Kennedy had bars. Which, that was pretty fly. Which real quick, the reason I remember when I watched it was it was the day after the Bow Wow Soldier Battle. Because remember, Paige Kennedy was like, "Yo, he can get with my daughter." <laughs> and people was like, "Yo, is Paige Kennedy <laughs> pimping his daughter?" <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, Wait a minute. That's the reason I remember because when I watched the video the next day, and I was like, I was like. Paige Kennedy, yo, just saw you in the Instagram comments. I think you typing that video. You <laughs> <laughs> typing that video. You just trying to get attention for that video. That's what that was. But yeah, you think you slick? Did you but, have any other ones? Um, Omar Epps. Oh yeah, Omar Epps. I did not know he even rapped. I was like, yo, Omar, Omar Epps. Epps. I think has been around Tupac and all these other and Buster Rhymes and all these other rappers in these movies. He thought he could rap too, but I heard that's what like him, Marlon, you know. Basically, he grew up with all those guys. Yeah. So, you know, he might have picked up some skills back in the gap. But, yeah, my highlight was literally seeing Ghost yeah. come back as two of his persona. He pulled a Mick Foley at Royal Rumble for all my wrestling fans out there. He literally did the faces of Ghostface in the middle of all of this. <laughs> that was the flyest thing I saw in that. I like the freestyle rappers um, being prevalent in it. There's a lot of guys, no matter the color. Uh, of course, my boy Chris Rivers was in it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, it, yeah, it was actually pretty dope. It was worth the 42 minutes. 
Y'all go ahead and listen to that. But we about to get into the meat. The meat. Gonna give y'all the main course of this episode. This episode is about our favorite albums this year. I know y'all probably been wondering what y'all missed out on, what y'all ain't liked, what y'all may have liked or not liked or whatever. We're gonna give y'all this work. Um, mm-hmm. Let y'all know that, hey, check this out, check this out, check this out. Because this is the original premise of Shy vs. Smiles, is to make sure that y'all up on culture, music, and everything else. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're going to go ahead and talk about our favorite albums of the year so far. I guess we can go back and forth. So, I'll, I'll start. I was going to say that anyway. Um, my, fir- my first one, this is literally surprise. I don't even, I don't even know why I even listened to this album originally. I was just like... Good. Fuck it, I'm going to put this on and give it a spin. Uh, you know, uh, my man is signed to quality control music, straight out of Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, I know uh, where you're going with this. Go ahead. I think it's because, you know, it makes me think of my childhood with the crunk era. So the first <laughs> album that, that I've probably listened to this album at least ten times this year. And, it's, and different individual songs in there, I probably listened to them even more than that, Duke Deuce's Duke Nukem album. Yes, this Duke, album, Duke, yeah, Duke, Duke, yeah. That was literally my first favorite album of the year. Um, it came out back in February. He got features from ASAP Ferg, Offset, Young Dolph, Fujiano, Lil Key, Big Lotto, and it's just like, bro, I was. This album, I just, I just love it. It's just high energy, and especially because even back in favor, that was still one of the times when I was working two jobs, you know, get, barely getting any sleep. And people that know me, if you check like my socials, my favorite thing to do is when I'm getting sleepy while I'm driving, is I have a crunk playlist. I just put some crunk music on, and I know like, hey, listen to some some little John, some Young Bloods, and all that. Some Yin Yang Twins is gonna keep me hype enough. To make it home or work or wherever my next destination is. And this album pretty much replaced that because I'm like, hey, I could just put this album on and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. But, <laughs> but you know, when it comes to Duke Deuce, my favorite thing will always be that randomly in the melody bellum, he was just dancing. <laughs> right. I, well, he was juking and it was so clean because I said, how's he not scuffing his shoes? Because that ain't nothing but gravel. He was so smooth with it, dude. Dude's man, he bring he brought Memphis Juke into Dallas. I ain't never gonna forget that. But yeah, Juking, yeah, Juking to me is just a crazy form of dancing. I just look at them like, how they not breaking their ankles? <laughs> like it's so cold. But anyway, yeah, uh, that's definitely um, a cold album. Yeah, I'm like, gonna start off on something that we which both. Go also, ahead, real quick ahead. for Duke Deuce. I feel like he's underrated. He needs to get like Facts. some more, some more features. Facts. I was like, I, I really need to get him to get some more features, even on Facts. some quality troll albums. Like, come on, yes, give him a feature on Amico's album or something. Please, yeah. thank you. But yeah, yeah, that's fact. I, I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, I mean, he really do bring the crunk era back. And like I said, he, he's a whole, he's a vibe. Yeah. What the fuck? Man, like I said, I feel like juking if I didn't feel like I was going <laughs> to twist my ankle if I did it. <laughs> like, I can't get on my tippy toes like that. I was, they, 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 they doing too much. I was like, and it's too fast. I've been to smack myself in the face. But anyway, um, this is an album we unanimously liked so far. And that was, that's what they all say. 
Jack Harlow. Yeah. When we played that, I think me and him just kept going back and forth like, yo, we, I mean, like, he cold, like but this, I ain't realize this uh, white boy was that cold. I was like, this little white boy, damn it. I ain't realize he was that cold. And that then his, was, like, his recent, like, Black Lives Matter stuff that he was saying about white people, I'm like, why do you just keep, I, I fucks with you, white boy? Man, Lex, yeah, <laughs> Kentucky stand up, bro. He's repping, he's repping for y'all. Mm-hmm. He is definitely repping for y'all. Um, and he got, he got the streets with him, like, he got features with ESTG and all that, like. They fuck. I, I love how drama first got him on by by taking him on the radio tour and making him freestyle. Like when I saw him do the funk Master Flex freestyle, I was like, okay, okay. Nah, it's called a white boy, and he stayed true to himself. He ain't doing too like, much. I was like, okay, drama, you, you you did it again. I was like, yeah, you you did it again. At first, you gave us Uzi. It was like Uzi don't really fuck with you, <laughs> but Jack Carlos, like you, you you did it again. And shout out to shout out to drama for doing that. I like, uh, I still like Facing My City. That's probably you and, you and I's favorite song off of that joint. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, shot, man, if we can make that the theme song of this uh, pod, we will. Um, that would be dope. Same guy. Um, I love that song. Funny seeing you here. That's a smooth song. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that, that makes you remember. That made me reminisce. I said, there's been some. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> missed some time. I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah, I remember you too. But um, yeah, Tyler Harrow, uh, I like that song too because the funny part of how he promoted this the album and the song was he just pretty much while well, Tyler Harrow, who I laugh at for one reason, he pulls like this white Kelly Oubre stuff where he is wearing like all these dope hype brands to practice because mm-hmm. like I saw him in like. Y'all don't, if y'all don't wear fashion, y'all ain't gonna know. Y'all don't, this is the stuff that I be wearing every other day. Um, I ain't know, I got Yeezys today. I thought I put on some dunks, <laughs> my bad. Anyway, um, like he had on like some Eric Emanuel shorts and some other like labels. And I was like, boy, this probably be a practice video. And you sitting up there with all these names, streetwear brands on. I think he had on a vintage tee while he was shooting. I was like, what? So, yeah. But, yeah, that's definitely one of my favorite ones from this first half was That's What They All Say. Um, that was, like, technically, like, December. But it's still, like, December, January. I don't care. Yeah, because it's like, you know, I don't think we gave y'all the first half. Yeah, we didn't, uh, we didn't give no, we didn't give y'all a second half of the season. So I mean, second half of the uh, year. So yeah, December, we'll put some late December, early January stuff on there. So yeah, that's my. I believe that came out December thirteenth, twenty twenty. So we didn't give y'all that. So yeah, that counts for me like January because I did blast it all the way up into January. So yeah, yeah. What's your next one? Uh, next one, this guy is part of a crew of just ill spitters. Uh, well, I feel like I'll, I know where you're going with this. I always tell people it's like little things about a celebrity or an artist that makes me like you a little bit more. So because I've seen this guy perform in person, uh, shout out to the one time that Jay Rhodes uh, opened up for him, um, you know, shot in his mouth and all that. I, I, I feel like he's the illest spitter of his crew. Um, I know what album. My man Conway the Machine. La Machina. Yeah. This that was one of mine too. This 
Just, I, just, that wasn't on my list, but it was one of mine too. Just within that that first week of it coming out, I, I blasted it like three, four times. I remember um, the features because, like, just off looking at the feature, I was like, "Hmm, a two chains feature? I wonder how that's gonna be." And you already know the feature, oh, but no, you already know fire. the you already know the first song I went to the feature for the first song I went to. Go ahead, tell the audience, man. Scatterbrain with my man Ludacris. Luda. Yeah. And like, okay, with those two songs right there, what you think you were going to hear is not what you heard. Yeah. Those songs were dope. Yeah, I probably listened to Scatterbrain at least 20 times. Because Luda, <laughs> y'all, like, we, like, okay, one day me and Josh is going to have, like, an underrated artist episode. Y'all going to sit down like, all these artists suck. And we're going to be like, wait, we're going to tell you why they don't suck. <laughs> Luda's probably the most underrated rapper ever. And, and, and like, I know, like, for Josh's Oranges yeah. with Origin with Luda is different from mine, but when you really listen to his B sides, Luda go hard. Yeah. Listen to his B side. Don't listen, just let, leave them singles alone. Mm-hmm. He's spitting. Luda is spitting. And on Scatterbrain, he definitely was spitting. I was like, oh, this old Luda. It's that Luda, boy. It's that Luda. You literally had to. You had. This is back in the day. You you couldn't just yeah. listen to the single. You had to buy the album. So this was. You had to buy the album. Luda right here. And Two Chains doesn't get enough credit for being versatile, but he was definitely versatile on this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a that's a great choice. Great choice. Great choice. Yeah, I was like, and, and then the SE Gang with with Westside Gun and um, um Benny. Like I was just. It just shows like, hey, them three together, like. They got three-headed monster. <laughs> like. There's one album I'm not... Speaking of Griselda, there's one album that I did have on my list, but I took it off. Because now, every time I hear that album or even think about the album, I think about something horrible. And I'm gonna, and I think you know which one it is. I'm going to name... This is my honorable mention. And I'm shaking my head because I really don't want to talk about it, but... The plugs that I met oh, to... plugs I met to... And the reason I don't, the plugs I met to, the reason I don't like thinking about the album, because that's how we got here. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny to talk about it now, but no, seriously. Every time I hear that album, now I'm like, man, all I did was call him to pick this up. That's all I told you. So, yeah, every time I listen to it now. He's at the... Because it got some of my favorite songs on there. <laughs> so I listened to it from time to time. But in the back of my mind, I said, all I did was tell that fool to pick up this vinyl. That's <laughs> all I said. I didn't say nothing crazy. I said, say, dog, pick this up real fast. It, it was like, I thought it was going to be like a quick conversation. That was like, yeah, it hey, turned into some other up. stuff. Like, hey, I know you busy and all that with your, with your life. But at some point, you know, God, I got oh. this for you. <laughs> Sheesh. But, no, nah, my pick. Is the or- I got to shout out to Larry June, man. Orange Print, Orange Print literally just came out. Do not care. Larry June can do no wrong, <laughs> but Larry June delivered on this once again. Uh, shout out to San Fran. Which uh, I was, I was he gonna, had. I was going to ask you um, at some point this week. Could you make me a Larry June playlist? I got you. Um, got Larry like Larry June had days low loaf on there. Uh, he had Trade the Truth. Okay. Um, it was yeah, like I said, Orange Print was nice, but I like just 
I mean, Larry June just can spit by himself. He really don't need that many features, and he didn't have that many features on there. Um, I would do a back-to-back because Guap Dad also had an album. Again, shout-out to the other side of the bridge, yeah. Oakland. 1176. Yes, sir. I love that album, too. So Just um, shout the Deluxe. Yeah, so With I'm just... boy, Rose, who, who always just somehow gets talked about every episode. Because um, I had to tell somebody that because we're trying to get somebody on here who was formerly with them or whatever. We're going to try it. We're trying to get that done uh, because our love of Maybach Music Group, hell, we, we, we've we blasted, we've, we've upheld Omarion on this show. <laughs> we found a way to make him sound incredible to us. <laughs> Which reminds me, uh, when we were recording last night for Inaudible Ruckus, uh, we, we talked about you know Popeyes having the nuggets or whatever. So yeah. so Lo was like, you know what? Who's y'all's favorite chicken? So of course when they came to me, I was like, Wayne stop. And they was like, damn, this nigga really is like Mr. MMG. <laughs> It was nah, like, like, like we should have known you was gonna say wings up is your we favorite gonna, type of chicken. We're gonna go ahead and nip that in the bud. When I tell you, on our brokest days, me and this man has split a lemon pepper meal, all flats, with the fries, and all he be like, dog, just give me a roll. We do that. That's why we keep saying every other episode, we ain't stop need to go ahead and sponsor us too. Mm-hmm. Rose need to hit us up. <laughs> For real, we would go to whatever Wingstop he owned. We would eat with him and shoot a commercial with him, no problem. And look, we'll probably be like, "Yo, if you could just give us a few G's and let us eat at this establishment for free, <laughs> we'll do the commercial." <laughs> to show you how how much I'm such a Wingstop like fiend, Thursday, I had about fourteen dollars left to my name until you know the next day when I got paid. Yeah. You had I, to get it, right? I was like, I could go home and eat like a bowl of cereal or some, some bacon or some or some snacks. I'm about to spend about $12 or this $14 I have left to, to go get me some wings. Minus Thigh Stop was the worst idea they ever had. And they haven't promoted it since. And they haven't promoted it since because they know it's trash. Because I don't went on a full tirade on social media. I don't went on a full tirade on here. That, that is the worst idea they ever had. It was so it's so nasty. If you ever thought, ooh, maybe I should try it on DoorDash or whatever, don't don't waste your money. It's basically an over fried chicken thigh. You don't not want that. It's nasty. But anyway, yeah. Other than that, nah, you ain't gonna get us dissing MMG in any type of form or fashion. Uh especially Ricky Rose. And you see my man Gunplay cut his hair. Man, yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh, <laughs> speaking of somebody who was in that uh, 110 rappers gunplay, yeah, it's killing it, yep, spitting them bars. But yeah, back to the back to the list, man. Uh, oh, it's my turn, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I didn't name like literally like two albums. So go ahead, name oh, yeah. two more. Yeah, my next my next one, I'm gonna go with Drum Shelly, FKA Drum. That. That album. Oh, I, oh, man. I like that one, too. If y'all were not a drum fan <laughs> before, y'all need to be a drum fan now because this album is fucking amazing. Like, And that's another underrated person right there, too. Right. I was like, this... And he's already teased that he's coming out with a, a, a second one. But, yeah, Sh- Shelly F- FKA Drum is the name of the album because he's trying to promote that. He's changed his name to 
his real name, which is Shelly. His real name is Shelly. He got yeah. Summer Walker on there. He got her on there. He has his best friend, a.k.a. the beautiful, the legend, the queen of Dallas, Erica Badu, on there. Um, and those are just the... Those are just the, the, the three features that he needed. It was like, just, saying, you, could, I got Erica Badu, her, and Summer Walker on my album, and just stopping right there, you know the album has to be fired. Just saying, that, yeah, those are the only features I needed was Erica Badu, her, and Summer Walker, three ladies who are just killing it and dominating. Yeah. But this album is just amazing. Like, my favorite song is Beautiful. Um, uh... Back when I was in a relationship, I, I I talked about how something about us was like my favorite song, uh, made me think about uh, that person. Uh, exposure, amazing, married woman. It's just like this nigga. It was smooth. Yeah, it's just a great album. It came back. When does it come out? Oh, it came out also back in April. So um, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> it's just <laughs> it did, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to the T.O. second album, man. Because, yeah, that, that made me... Uh, I, I The way I looked down, I said, uh. Okay. <laughs> I, was, I was like, wow, ouch. Um, no no disrespect to her, but she need to call her brother. Um, we still friends, so we, you know, like, we supposed to be going out to brunch and everything together. She need to call me. But anyway. Yeah, what's your second album, man? Um, my man... <laughs> Hey, I made it about me because I was like, "Yeah, dog, get off of this uh, before you go into a tyrant about this." <laughs> oh, I wasn't. <laughs> and then you know, I was listening to that. I told, I said, "This is about it." <laughs> hey, I, I, that was. I was at the time, but that's how I felt. You know. Go ahead, go ahead. Go to another R and B album. Um, oh Lord, <laughs> D Gotti just called to say uh, that, made me, that made me think about it. <laughs> 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 I, I mean, I, see. I, I, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. Didn't it? <laughs> the D Gotti album <laughs> just called to say. Also, you know, maybe think about her um, post breakup. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, D Gotti album it came out in June. Uh, first heard about her from listening to you know Joe Button podcast. Shout out to the the, the JBP because you know Joe keep us uh, mm. hip to some some R and B so yeah. I listened to that album it's, it's eight <laughs> eight eight songs it's yeah. just dope it was so dope uh, one of my coworkers that she, all she does is listen to R and B at work I had to tell her I was like hey I got something new for you I need you to listen to this chick D Gotti her album's just called just called to say you know she she listened to the album she was like damn that was a, that was a, that was a nice I was like yeah when I heard it. I was thinking like, who who else can I share this album with? Who are the R and B people that I had to share this with? Like, um, me and Tan talked about how how dope the album is. I know this is one of uh, Tan from Hear You Podcast. This is one of her, her her favorite albums that we've listened to recently. But yeah, D Gotti. I shout out to her for the last for episode seven. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah, shout, shout out to Hear You. Man, shout out to Hear You. Period. Yeah. Tan and B supporting the boys. Yeah, we trying to do it like y'all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, Deacons and Demons. If you haven't checked Deacons out episode, and Demons. If you haven't checked out episode With 7. With Smitty. <laughs> yeah. If y'all haven't checked out episode 7, that that was uh, definitely a, a good one. A that great was a one. fun episode, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Turned up in that second That was half. a house party with mics. <laughs> For real. 
She said, I'm Tan, a.k.a. the Demon Slayer. The Demon Slayer. And shout out to B with all her a.k.a.s. She had better a.k.a.s than us. We didn't even do the a.k.a.s in this episode. She done like. We were both like, we got like one. We got one or two. And that's it. <laughs> and she said she did off the top of the dome. Off the top of the dome. She was like, I can't even remember the ones I came up with earlier. She said, like, but this is just off the top of the dome. But yeah. Um, Big sheesh energy. But yeah, what, what, what was your uh, next time? I, got, I only got two more on my list. Call me if you get lost. Tyler, the creator. Uh, Tyler's back. I hate that I got that. Um, I got that text after the fact to wait in line for a ticket at Trees. So unfortunately, I didn't get one. Uh, otherwise, I definitely would have went. Even though I told you how I feel about certain artists and being my age going to that concert now. Yeah. Because I feel weird being like 30 and going to the concert. Because <laughs> I know everybody would be younger than me up in there. <laughs> so I'd be mad, uncomfortable. But other than that, I still would have went because um, I've only seen like Tyler Scott and all those guys. Like Tyler Trap Scott, I mean, um, all those guys like years ago. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so call me if you get lost. Definitely um, check it out. I'm still waiting for my vinyl, Tyler. I need this one. I need it in the collection. So, yeah, that's definitely one. Um, my favorite songs on there, Hot Wind Blows, oh, my God. Wayne always has to remind us he is the best rapper alive, and he did. Please go listen to that if you haven't. Um, another one I liked, um, what's your name? I like that with young boy. Mm-hmm. Um, run it up. Like I said, I can go, let me just stop capping the whole album. This is the whole thing. <laughs> I love the whole thing from bottom to the top, but definitely, um, my go-to for sure is definitely Wayne's feature. Cause Wayne, Wayne dropped a, dropped some bars. Please go listen to that. All right. Um, Go ahead. Uh, real quick before I, uh, this is like a breaking news live on the air news thing. I just wanted to get your quick yes, you hot still take. won't hear for a week. <laughs> yeah, but go ahead. To, yeah, uh, we'll probably talk about it more next next episode. But this just in: Shonda Rhimes has inked a three hundred million dollar deal with Netflix. She read up on her original contract that she signed in twenty seventeen for one hundred fifty million dollars for a new contract worth. $300 million with Netflix. I got four words. Keep paying black people. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, uh, you want our content? It is no longer free. Yep. Thank you. They are handing out bags. <laughs> and we finna get one too. Yeah, they said, according to reports, Rhyme's contract is expanded and includes a variety of new projects. The new agreement with Netflix involves creating virtual reality, gaming content, and films. The contract also has a branding and merchandising Sound deal like for Shondaland right, uh, Media. <laughs> this means Rhyme's has the capacity to do live events and experiences. The contract with Netflix spans an additional five years with double earnings. Like... Just shout out to Shonda Rhimes for that. But yeah, um, my next album uh, on my list is Migos Culture 3. Culture 3 was good. The deluxe edition. <laughs> We're going to do our honorable mentions mm-hmm. before we do our last ones. But yeah, um, go then, ahead. Uh, basically, you know, my guys, the Migos, they, 
They back, you know. They they spent all quarantine, um, getting their shit shit together. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna um, hit you with something though. I love the album. I just hate the theme. There's a reason because the album was pretty much about like quarantine. Yeah. And COVID, I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the vaccine. I loved track, it. I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, Av- Avalanche, great, great way, my my guy. Takeoff. He just he just showing that <laughs> this is why he's the best rapper. That's why he don't. Listen, that's why you don't see him much. <laughs> he says he's writing rhymes at the house. <laughs> he's like, you only gonna see me when you need to see me. Otherwise, I'm like riding fire at the house. Yeah, and then uh, real quick, also because if people don't know, like yes, you know, Offset and Quavo are like the superstars and the fashionistas of the group. They have always said when they first became a group. Takeoff was the rapper. They learned to rap from him. It's just that as a group, he's the quietest. <laughs> yeah, because like, so they like when people the re- say if that if you're a Quavo fan, I'm like, you like the fact, you like the personality. Yep, that's what you like. He's the de facto leader of the yeah, group. He's a but de-facto. other than that, I was like, the talent is Takeoff. Yeah, that's why if you didn't listen to his solo album, you missed out. It and was actually pretty dope. It's the best one of the three. For real. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I Quavo's believe Quavo's is the weakest. <laughs> Quavo's is the weakest. Quavo is literally like feature heavy, and that's why it's feature Because <laughs> he, he knew better. He said, if I just do this solo, y'all going to find out that I'm the weakest link. <laughs> y'all going to find out this ain't nothing but like some gold, some platinum teeth, and like high fashion. Yeah, it's like, Quavo, yes, you are the superstar of the group, and you got the flows and the melodies of the group. But when but it comes to bar- rapping, oh, rapping. Oh, the bars is, yeah, the bars is, is takeoff. Yeah, it's like, shout, shout out to takeoff. But, yeah, that, I, I love do it. Look, do it look like he was left off bad and bougie? <laughs> and that's all we're going to say. Right. Um, but, yeah, type shit with Cardi B. I, I, I love that one. Um the Justin Bieber feature was surprisingly and I, good. And I told you that was one of my favorite songs. Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh. <laughs> I, was, I like that song. That was pretty good. It's I, I don't know what it is about when the Migos collab with the Bees, bro. It's always fire. Mm-hmm. And we've been saying this. We said this. Uh, what was the name of that song? It was off uh, Bieber's last album. What was the name of that song? Uh... Damn it! I know what you're talking about. Um, let me look it up real quick. Uh, the Beebs. The name of that song from the Beebs. Like I, I'm, I'm humming it right What's now. Called "Wish You Would." Not intentions. Oh, oh, off the previous. Off album. of changes. Oh, off of changes. I'll talk about the, the new one, Justice. Oh no, not for Justice. I, I have not blasted Justice yet. Otherwise, I probably would have had that in my top because I'm sure it's dope. But I'm gonna. I want to wait. There's a reason. Because when Justice dropped, it was 16 songs. Then he dropped a deluxe, which was 22 songs. And now, there is a triple Chuck Chuck deluxe Deluxe. with 22 songs plus five music videos plus Mm -hmm. it's uh, recorded in Dolby Atmos. So, I will probably listen to that on my way um, to where I'm going later tonight. Because I was going to say it, and I was like, uh, why would I tell y'all where I'm at? Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, honorable mentions. I will give you a few of mine. Um, oh, before my, before my honorable, my other big album is, of course, J. Cole, Off Season. 
we don't need to really well, talk dang. about Well, dang. Well, you just stole my um, thing before my honorable mention, so I will pick another album. But, uh, <laughs> just stole my, you just stole my number one. But, um, Polo G's Hall of Fame. Okay. I like that one. He's um, a New York rapper, right? That's how I've never, yeah, I've never, because I've never uh, really listened to him. Yeah. He's not a New York rapper? He's a Chicago rapper. Oh, Chicago. See, yeah, I was like... I was like... Because I know he got that new song with Nicki, because isn't it called, like, For the Love of New York, or what's the song he got right now with Nicki? I can't tell you what the name of it is right now. Not on, t- not on top of my head. Uh, I don't know, another honorable mention, believe it or not, maybe it's because I listened to this in Dolby, Dolby Atmos when I got my AirPods. Um, yeah, For the Love of New York. Probably because he just loves New York. But, um... <laughs> Ice Daddy, Gucci Mane. Yeah. It was actually pretty good. I was like, oh. But it was really good. Like I said, I finally, like, caved in and bought an, another Apple product that was not my phone. And, yeah, I listened to it with um, the noise cancellation and everything. And it was actually pretty fly. Um, since you took my number one, I think it was not the number one. But uh, <laughs> another um, album I liked... Um, from the streets to the sweets, Snoop actually did his thing on that album. Yeah, I love that one. Um, another one that I liked a lot was I'm trying to think. I'm trying to... Street Sermons, Moray. Okay, yep. I liked his debut album. Um, it was actually pretty dope. Yep. Um, trying to think of another one that I liked. Uh, the Fraud Department, Department, Harry Fraud, and Jim Jones. Yes. Um, it's because Harry that, Fraud could do no wrong. That's probably going to be one of my tops at the end of the year, probably. Um, Jim Jones, that's why I said, like, I got to give this I gotta get this one love because Jim Jones, I think I liked Jim Jones. But um, talking to Josh, I love Jim Jones. I've went back and lo- listened to a lot of projects. Because um, all Josh, and we're going to talk about this real quick before we get out of here. Um, but Josh knows I love Dipset. Yeah. I'm a big Cameron fan. That's my guy. So when I, he, so randomly he would just start sending me Jim Jones. And I was like, why are you sending me Jim Jones, man? I like Cameron. I like Killer Cam. Like, what are you, what are you doing? But then I started listening to him. I was like, I probably the last real project I listened to from Jimmy was Pray for Rain. That was probably the last thing I listened to. But I started going back, and I was like, oh, snap. I was like, I listened to you up until right there. And then I was like, nah, he's been spitting. Yeah, well, uh, uh, we kind of mentioned it on the last Notable Ruckus uh, podcast that we did last night. It's because since around that time, around that Pray for Rain time, he's just been consistent. He's literally out, out of... Dipset, he's been the only consistent Kissed one. one, yeah. And he's lyrically just been getting better and better yeah, and cooking. better. And it's like, now it's like, he like, hey, these two other niggas, they got something to work with. They going to get on the track with well, me. I mean, <laughs> one of them was in prison, but hey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how consistent could he be? Yeah. Uh, I'm, no, 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 that's not true because Max B dropped an album. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. And he he at where he at, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but but another Dr. one. Joel, my, who was my favorite one? Hey. Uh, back in the day. Hey. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Ask him what his favorite letter is. <laughs> hey. But anyway. <laughs> Skull. Gang. <laughs> that too. She got him in trouble. Um, 
<laughs> Dumb and Dumber 2, Young Dolph and Key Glock. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all know if I named all those lyrical miracles... Your boy was gonna have to name some hood stuff that, right there. See, that was my that was my dude. Dude, so was like I was like, yes, I love me some 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 lyrical ass I, niggas. Yeah, I was like, I had to add but, some. But every now it's it's, it's a, some some ignorant ass niggas get through the crack, and I'm like, I love this ignorant ass music, and for me, that's that's Duke Deuce. Man, when I tell you. But yeah, my album since he done took my actual album of uh, oh yeah, and shout out to. Uh, Recipe to the Dog DMX. Shout out to Exodus, yeah. which was actually pretty nice. Um, feature heavy, but I mean, the features made sense and the features were dope. Uh, like I said, Recipe to the Dog. Recipe to Biz Marquee. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely um, say that. R.I.P. Biz Marquee. So, uh, we got. So, yeah, my album to cap this off is Mozzie and YG Community Service. I never thought that these two would sound this good together. It's not that I didn't think these two would ever collab. It was just like, they sound really, really good. good together. Yeah, I was shocked. Because like, um, like, this is a really good Because speaking of consistency, Mozzie's been consistent since. Like, y'all thought when he was featured in um, Black Panther, that was going to be it. I think he's been consistent ever since that movie. Ooh. Year after year. There's been. Now, actually, like, what, last year he dropped, like, two albums? Like, back to back? Like, yeah. So, ooh, which I'm gonna give you double duty. What up? Can I also? Get oh, you a need Mo- a you need a Mozzie uh, mix. I'm, ma- I'm gonna get a Mozzie playlist. And- you know what? He asked for me for these Larry June and Mozzie mixes. Um, I'm gonna drop them for y'all too, man. I'm gonna drop these. Man, it's gonna be features. It's gonna be everything. Yeah, I was like, I, I was like, every song that you want to do. Just- <laughs> you know what's so funny? I actually like outside of um, what's my song? What's that song that was on? Uh. Black Panther, I can't think of it now. It's been so long. Uh, sleepwalking. Oh, yeah. Sleepwalking. After sleepwalking, I know, like, Josh has been like, nah. He's been blasting Mozzie, like, every single... I, and it wasn't because of sleepwalking. I've been listening to him since, like, slimy individuals, internal affairs. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I've been listening to him for a minute. Like, well, that's, like, 2019. Yeah, I was like, it's you, low, and free. Y'all, y'all big up Larry yeah, and Mozzie a lot. Yeah, one top, I, that was 2017. So I was like, so when y'all heard Sleepwalking, I think he was um, on a song, another song that was actually on the soundtrack, too. I think it was called Seasons or some shit. But, yeah, like, yeah, he been consistent ever since then. From 2017 on up, he been eating. He ain't slowed down yet. I mean, he had, um... Like, you know, mixtapes and things like that. But, yeah, he's probably one of the most consistent artists. Um, oh, sorry for my uh, another honorable, um, honorable mention. But I'm going to put these two together. Another West Coast artist. How can I forget Jay Stone, All Money In, The Definition yeah. of Pain. Uh, y'all go ahead and listen to that. Like I said, I know Nip Gone, but the rest of those cats over there are pretty dope. So, Which, you know. Did you see that uh, Six Take Two ju- dropped yesterday? Yeah. I don't listen to it yet, but I was like... I, I yeah, I got to listen to it. Yeah, I got to listen to it, too. Um, but, yeah, the only other one that, like, well, another honorable mention that I'm going to name is because we just both liked it was Lloyd Banks' project. Yeah. Yeah, so... Of course, another The Inedible. Yeah, that was dope. And then, of course, no exceptions, Kamaya, because I'd be remiss to not name at least one female artist outside of an R&B yeah. album, so... 
Yeah, Kamaya, uh, shout out to, again. I know y'all sitting up there like, why the shout only blast West Coast artists? I said, that is not true. <laughs> it's just that a lot of my music is going to be West Coast based. That's just the way it is. Um, there's another album I could name, but yeah, I don't think I can name like a million albums. But yeah, so it's looking like it's quitting time. Because we got things to do I'm hungry We finna get out of here We finna get out of here You know what I'm saying That's like, what we finna do We finna do that We finna yeah. Get up out of here So Like I said uh, Shy versus smiles On everything I'm trying to get the Facebook fixed But our logo and everything is on there So you know Follow that Um Uncle Urban on everything. Like I said, I'm dropping. Uh, by the time you hear this, there'll be a video dropped with Nate Hint- Hinton from the Mavericks. Uh, quick, quick, quick interview. I got him. I literally talked to that man right side, right outside of his whip. You know what I'm saying? Um, boy, you right here, <laughs> dog. You right here. Tell him what you got. Oh, you know, just. Follow me, JW Smiles at Music Impulse, M U S I C M P U L S E, and then um, Shout versus Smiles, S H A D V S S M I L E Z. Follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, on, on everything. Um, check out all the uh, episodes that we've uh, guest potted on. Uh, shout out to Ivy's podcast. Shout out to uh, Bibbs. Um, uh, have, you corner. Yeah, have, corner. You have you seen it? Yeah, Bill's Corner. Have you seen it? Check me out on, on Audible Ruckus. Um, that's pretty much it. You know, we everywhere, man. Yeah, we everywhere. We, we're we, trying we, to be. We we not stopping. We ain't finna stop it. We told y'all. Mm-hmm. Told you, it's, it's, this ain't a forever thing, but <laughs> we can do it as long as we can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As long as they give us a mic and an opportunity, we're going to be on that mud. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then... Um, we start the start the Patreon, but we're gonna give y'all more details next week. We gotta yeah. actually, you know, we got we uh, gonna give get y'all out more these tears de- and all that. We, but we got the page started. Yeah, we got that Patron on 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 ice. <laughs> Patron on ice. We got that Patron on ice for y'all. And so then, uh, yeah, we know we kept uh, teasing y'all a bit, but next week when we once we like hash out the details of the tears and all that shit and get it all nice and looking for y'all. That's what I'm saying. And then y'all going and then we gonna take the Patron off ice and we are gonna enjoy it together. You know, but in the As meantime, if y'all wanna just Cash app us, you know, or something. Just cash app. Just give me a look. Just like, hey, here's five dollars, just cause. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because I could show needy. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all heard? I, I had two dollars going after that wing stop. You know what I'm saying? For real. But you we finna to... get out of here. Yeah, we out of here. Like I said, follow us everywhere. Thanks for support. Uh, do we love you? I don't even know you. You ain't even took me out yet, baby. What do you mean? And on that note, we out. Cheers.